There's always an opportunity to be a better us for this world. So claim it! It's time to develop me for we. Happy morning everyone! I'm Steph Saison, your host. Apologies if the sound for this particular episode would sound different from the past one since I dropped my phone in the toilet bowl a few hours ago. So I'm just using a makeshift setup to record today. But anyways, putting aside my clumsiness, <laughs> if you haven't listened to the previous nine episodes yet, I really invite you to do so so that you would be able to know more about my story behind this podcast and just really listen to some of my little reflections and the revelations that um, I've had that really allowed me to be a better person each day. And as we mark the two-digit number of episodes we have for this podcast, i just really like to start it off with this mini, mini series that I've been meaning to do called Review! A review is a book preview and review. So aside from me introducing and hopefully not spoiling a book that I have personally read and love, I'll be giving some feedback and highlights I found helpful and applicable. So think of this as some sort of like short audio book report without spoilers or maybe a bit. (laughs) So you can still enjoy the book when you pick it up, but at the same time, just get an idea of what you're investing in in terms of money and time. And I'm beginning this mini-series with my current favorite book and author, It's Not the Way It's Supposed to Be, by Lisa Turkers. Lisa is the president of the Proverbs 31 Ministries and a New York Times bestselling author of a handful of books. And I really enjoy her writing style since she gives such descriptive, but they're not boring, narratives that like vividly paint a picture making you experience those emotions that you're reading and looking at the front and back cover of this book you'll find some blurbs capturing the book's contents like finding unexpected strength when disappointments leave you shattered and what do you do when god's timing seems questionable his lack of intervention hurtful and his promises doubtful See what I mean by like how she just really twirls together so poetically and memorably those words. Like she just really expounded each thought and feeling I had with my own pains and hurts beautifully throughout her book. And something I particularly liked about this book is its format. There are 11 chapters that each end with the going to the well section. In her words, this is a recap of all we are learning, so we don't forget the good stuff along the way. When we empty ourselves of our misplaced hopes and limited perspectives, we have to fill ourselves up with something, so we will learn to identify our empty spaces, our thirst, and fill that void with the living water of God's truth. His word is tailor-made to transform the hurting human heart. And this going to the well section is split into five major parts. The chapter's main theme, remember, which are statements to cling to like quotable quotes, receive, scriptures to soak in and meditate on, reflect, questions to think and ponder on, and a prayer. 
And just let me tell you how this kind of formatting has really made me slow down to finish a book. I tend to consume books in like one sitting or two, but this just really backed me in a corner to pause and capture everything once again so I can really bring the words to life in my life. And yeah, this book is just really for me. Me as an achiever, a dreamer, a doer, a person. As Lisa said, humans are very attached to outcomes. We say we trust God, but behind the scenes, we work our fingers to the bone and our emotions in a tangled fray trying to control our outcomes. We praise God when our normal looks like what we thought it would. We question when it doesn't and walk away from him when we have a sinking suspicion that god is the one who set fire to the hope that we that was holding us together and isn't that super true what she said this book isn't just for christians it's for everyone who has experienced hurt disappointment unmet expectations and dreams and wow that's all of us right and we want someone to blame or someone to explain things at least or just simply comfort us. And we go to different things to help us through that painful process. But here, Lisa just smacks us with the truth. We cannot control our outcomes. We cannot formulate how the promises of God will actually take shape. A painful truth. But again, it's a truth with a hopeful promise that... Though we can't predict or control or demand the outcome of our circumstances, we can know with great certainty we will be okay. Better than okay. Better than normal. We will be victorious because Jesus is victorious and victorious people were never meant to settle for normal. And yeah, I just love a book that points back to the gospel and the cross. The main reason we are people with hope even in this broken world it's because jesus chose to die for our sins our sins because we can't take up that penalty which is death because we aren't perfect and because of this great and loving act that he did we are victorious we can say no to those self-destructive behaviors and no to those relationship ruining actions it no longer will just give us that response that we can't help to just keep saying yes because it just has a grasp on us and all throughout this book lisa will be vulnerable and share personal experiences of disappointment and feelings of betrayal from god and the people she loves so these aren't just like generic statements to comfort you like they really came from her own struggle in terms of her faith and relationship with god but even if she went through those things, she's confident in saying that disappointment isn't proof that God is withholding good things from us. Sometimes it's his way of leading us home. And these disappointings will really happen. Why? Well, we're in a broken world, so broken things happen. Lisa and I share this perspective of how God should really define how we see reality and not the other way around where every single disappointment would define our idea of who God is. And you'll note that if you listen to some of my previous episodes as well. And as she states in her book, if we have a misunderstanding of God, we will most certainly have 
this wrong understanding of our circumstances. Using God's truth as your fighting words will not change what you see, but it absolutely will change how you see. She includes so, so many verses to equip you with fighting words, as she said, to get through this battle of life because there will be, yeah, there will really be many things and people even that would distract you from God, like whispers that would make you doubt who he is and what he's doing or other attractive things to lure you away from your focus. She emphasizes this so much more by saying, Hoping doesn't mean I ignore reality. No, hoping means I acknowledge reality in the very same breath that I acknowledge God's sovereignty. My hope isn't tied to my expectations finally being met in my way and in my timing. No, my hope isn't tied to whether or not a circumstance or another person changes. My hope is tied to the unchanging promise of God. I hope for the good I know God will ultimately bring from this, whether the good turns out to match my desires or not. And this this is really why we need to know God. So each reality is just framed in the image of who He is. Lisa will just reassure us with the entirety of the book of who God is and what He does by saying, God doesn't want you or me to suffer, but He will allow it in doses to increase our trust. Our pain and suffering isn't to hurt us, it's to save us. To save us from a life where we are self-reliant, self-satisfied, self-absorbed, and set up for the greatest pain of all, separation from God. Yep, that's what we don't understand. Like This suffering is really for a reason. As she said, there is a purpose to the process, and it's called preparation. God isn't far off. He's just far more interested in your being prepared than in your being comfortable. So if you're just like calling out to God and crying and praying, thinking, why doesn't he seem to hear me? Or think of just what she says. God loves me too much to answer my prayers at any other time than the right time and in any other way than the right way. And that no human is strong enough to withstand seeing too much of God's plan in advance. It must be revealed daily, and we must be led to it and through it slowly. Again, yes, we want answers. Yeah, of course we want assurance of everything, but what? that's trust, right? That's why we need to really connect with God each day and listen. He will just feed those things to us, reveal it to us daily. She continues with this. We don't have to know the plan to trust there is a plan. We don't have to feel good to trust there is good coming. We don't have to see evidence of changes to trust that it won't always be this hard. Turn from deep desire to know all the answers, to see too much of the plan, to carry a weight you weren't supposed to carry. And oh, I love this part. The famous comfort line that people throw. God won't give you more than you can't handle. And I agree that it's not found in the Bible. It's completely opposite of what it teaches even. Lisa says that 
God doesn't expect us to handle this. He wants us to hand this over to Him. He doesn't want us to rally more of our own strength. He wants us to rely solely on His strength. Of course, we are breaking down, right, in this painful experience because what did we lean on to when everything was crumbling? Something that would crumble as well, like myself, me? Yeah, I would crumble. And everything she will say in this book will just go back to this line. God is who he says he is, and he will do what he says he will do. But to partner with him in his work of transformation in our lives, we must seek him with all our hearts. It's our choice whether we stay stuck in our heart or renewed in our hearts. So don't worry if you feel in pain or like have temptation to take control. I like her reassuring words. Weak moments don't make weak faith. Weak moments make us even more aware of our need to press into faith. And yeah, this is when we need to have more faith, have more trust. And just at the end of the book, you'll really understand why the cover was designed this way. The reason for that upside down cover. And she just really caps it off so wonderfully and comfortably. And just so comforting and hope-filled. And yeah, it just caps off the book so perfectly. And I really do hope that more people would be aware of who Lisa Turkers is and Proverbs 31 Ministries as well. I've been listening to their podcast and studying the Bible through the first five app that they have. And as much as this isn't sponsored, and I wish it was, like, I just really want to get their content out there since it's really good content. So grab a copy if you haven't been convinced yet by my ramblings for the past, like, 13 minutes. I've been raving over this for so long already. And to some of my friends out there who want to borrow, you can just get my book. I think it's kind of hard to find right now in bookstores since I think they're sold out. Yeah, but again, as always, as usual, if you have questions or suggestions or you just want to chat, you can message me on Instagram at StephSaison or Twitter at WhatStephSaison or even email me at developmeforwe at gmail.com. So see you guys in a few days for the next episode. Happy morning!